whenever Rachel's like going to get ready, it's like, you know, right? No, that's normal. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that, though. I don't understand. <laughs> but the, the panic part, like, it doesn't have, like, the normal, it takes time to put on shoes. It takes time to, get, like, yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say, David? Yeah, like, calm down. Anyway. <laughs> Like, the tree got done first. Children the do. tree got done first. Yes, yeah, she did. She had all the time in the Yeah, morning. and she walks out the back door and says, Papa, what time is it? Yes. <laughs> 11.30. Yeah, right yes. when I'm trying to work. She goes, yes, it's before 12 o'clock and I am outside playing. Yes, she did say that. And that, was, that made me happy. Yeah. I mean, on a, a side note, if I... If it was after 10 mm-hmm. and I was still inside, there was something happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I was out the door playing before 10 a.m. Okay. But anyway, oh. she comes back and goes... Well, cartoons were done at 10. I mean, yeah, yeah, I said less TV. Unless you want to watch wrestling. But she said she has nothing more for her bucket list today because she high-fived a tree. <laughs> she told me she was going to go high five a tree down a minute ago. Like, that's the last thing on my list today. I'm going to go high yeah. five a tree. And it didn't click with me. I was too busy being an adult. Like, being, yeah. doing adult things. I'm, like, messing with the computer, working. I'm in my head space. Like, oh, I got to get this done and this done and blah, blah, blah. And then it dawned on me, like, two hours later, you guys were gone already. You guys were gone and... I'm sitting at my computer, like, fixing to get done with the thing I was done with. And I'm like, wait a minute. My kid high-fived a tree. My kid told me she was going to high-five a tree. And then she did it. <laughs> and then she did it. And then I didn't say anything. Like, I didn't follow. I thought it was and awesome. It just blew, like, it followed, like, went right over my head. Yeah. It's one of those, that's one of those moments where you have to stop as a parent and be like, okay. All right. What's going on here, right? My kid's being a good kid. Is that what it is? Yep. I mean, she was being funny. Yeah. She I mean, was being we, a good I guess, kid. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. Uh, it's time for Shut Up. I love you. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> By DNR. Does it make you happy to hear me say that? Yeah, today. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for finding us. The show is about DMB, uh, softball, and us, all of us. Uh, my name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? My week was good. Yeah, it was a normal, well, not normal because, I mean, it was, it was like. We had friends visiting and like new episodes going up and it's just frantic and softball and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, life, like, yeah, life, life was happening all around us. Yeah. To loosely quote John Lennon (laughs) and by not quoting John Lennon at all. (laughs) (laughs) Did, did you know that you can rent Paul McCartney for a party? Yeah, I think there's like a website you can rent a lot of um, celebrities. Yeah. Not just Paul McCartney. N- and do you I know bet what the, the cost for Paul McCartney is? No, do you? One million dollars. I mean, yeah, if you pay me a million dollars, I'll be anywhere you want me to be. Well, it would take less for you. 
wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for Paul McCartney, it's a million dollars. I mean, as it should be. He's, sort of, yeah. He's, he's Paul fl- McCartney. He's a flipping knight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that kind of got passed around for a while. <laughs> Give it to anybody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding us. We're so glad that you're here with us right now. Um, wherever you find yourself listening, um, in your boat ride, your car ride, your bicycle ride, where. <laughs> Whatever. Boat ride? Yeah, whatever ride. I love it. <laughs> whatever ride you are on right now or wherever you at, wherever you are at, uh, we're grateful that you're spending that time with us. It definitely means the world to us. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe um, anywhere you can download podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. We're there gently, gently waiting for you. <laughs> You're yeah. so weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way, right? Yeah. So, um, definitely, friends, we want this show to be um, as much about, I don't want to say about us, but, I mean, we want it to be about our community. And we're really trying to build a strong community of people. Um, we're grateful for all the people that have come on the show or, and talked to us. And we want to make sure that we're lifting people up and celebrating life. And we love humanity. I think we say that definitely often. Um, we actually have a, uh, a friend here with us today. And, and I'm not sure how, I mean, super nice guy. Like, that's all I can say about Todd. Todd is going to be our, our, our guest here. And um, I'm not sure how to describe him than that. I mean, it's nice, always something positive to say and friendly. And even if he, he disagrees with you, he's just always so nice about it. And just, um, I don't know. I just like the, the online persona that... The, um, this guy puts out and 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 Todd, you here with us? Say good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Hey, um, give give us a little introduction. Let's uh, talk about yourself for a minute, because again, I mean, this is about all of us. So uh, let everybody know who who you are and what you're all about, bud. Uh, my name is Todd. I'm 43, and I live unfortunately in the state of Connecticut. Oh, nice. With my wife. With my wife and my son, and our daughter recently moved to Denver. Okay. I mean, I so think... that's pretty... Yeah, I think I want to go to Denver someday. I mean, not like the party aspect of Denver feels like... No, just the mountains. Just the mountains. Yeah. I don't know. We live in... We, City Major has some mountainous areas. Huh. Uh. <laughs> so, um, Connecticut, though, isn't that like super high price or taxed state if i'm not mistaken yes it's very expensive that's why once my son graduates we're leaving oh are you nice (laughs) yeah good for you yeah i mean it's pretty bad i think the death tax is what put us over the top so um get like talk to us a little bit how did how did we connect? Um, how did you connect with Shut Up, I Love You? And how, like, how did we become like social media friends? Because I do feel like we are social media friends, right? 
Absolutely. No, it was it was um, I was following a Dave a DMV feed or something, and I saw this sh- "Shut Up, I Love You." I'm like, what's that? So I started to listen to the show, and I I like conversation in general, mm-hmm. and you guys are very positive, and it's uh it's just a nice 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 thing to listen to, especially in today's world. Oh yeah, we we. Definitely. You know, and I do really appreciate that it's not political, by the way. <laughs> uh, we do our best. We, we do our best. We start down that road yeah. and then go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We, there's, and, and hey. nobody wants to hear anything we have to say about <laughs> politics anyways. <laughs> Most people are no, I, set I, in I, their ways. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I get that at home, you know, so I, I, I definitely off of any anybody's DMV feed. I do I do keep it off of there, best I can. Um, but yeah, it's it's overwhelming these days. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, Todd, I and, uh, owe you an apology, and you don't even know that I owe you an apology, but I owe you an apology. So a couple weeks ago, I um, gave you a shout out on our podcast, and that podcast ended up being a horrible episode. <laughs> it was just bad. It turned out bad, so we didn't we didn't ever upload it. It's happened a couple of times. Yeah. So, which has, if you go through the archives, friends, and you'll see that there's weeks missing every once in a while, though there's a week, really, I think only two, um, that are missing, but, um, yeah, the, those are usually so bad that I won't, I just, I can't listen to this. Nobody wants to listen to this. <laughs> so I um, I gave you a shout out on that show, and then it never aired. So I was like, crap, I, I feel bad about this, because we are, you know, because we have been flirting with uh, coming on the show, talking about it a little bit. So I wanted, you know, one, apologize, like, oh, sorry, the one time I, Gave you a shout out. I'm not. Uh, I did. Nobody knew. <laughs> Nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> last week we were gonna connect again. We were gonna sit and chit chat. Um, however, like Mother's Day got in the way. It was just a long was day, and I was like, house. yeah. And um, we had friends coming over, and I knew I had another thing going. I was like, I just can't. We just couldn't squeeze it in. So I, I bumped you, and I like I felt bad about it. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry I bumped you last week. I did not. I mean, I guess I meant to bump you because I did. <laughs> but but oh, life. No. Never take anything personally. Yeah. No. Thank you. But life gotten to way, gotten to the way there. Um. So, uh, friends, I when I first started chatting with Todd, um, I noticed that he had, I don't know where, like maybe you had a picture of chickens up, or there was something to do with somehow we started chatting with ch- about chickens. And uh, at that time, we had chickens. We, we don't have chickens now. I do believe we will have chickens in the future. We just, <laughs> we just don't have them right now. Um, we're just way too busy. I mean, we have chickens. They're just in our freezer. Yeah. No, you, we have dead chickens. We don't have live chickens. Um, so Todd, you raise chickens, right? We do. Yep. Not, and we, and they are for eggs and 
pets. We actually don't eat them. And that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. What breeds yeah. do you have? Um, we got our roosters of Plymouth Bard Rock. Okay. And then we have uh, Buff Orpingtons, Jersey Giants, Brahmas, Americanas. That's, that's about it. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, you keep all, all the different. We've always had, our flocks have always been one type of chicken. So we had Rhode Island Reds, but we had 15 of them, just one type of chicken. Or we had barred rocks, um, but it was all the same bird. Um, we I think we like the Reds better than the rocks, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure what a mixed flock would be like. I don't want Is it, because we found that chickens the themselves have personalities um and it's weird that you would think chickens have personalities but they they really do and the breed of chicken matters too because some of them are a little bit more aggressive not aggressive so um our rhode island reds were um great great <laughs> they didn't tear up all our stuff. They were nice. They let you touch them, and they didn't peck you. And but when we when we had the barred rocks, those are shitty chickens. They were just mean. They ate all our grass. <laughs> we had bare <laughs> spots in the yard. I was just so mad at those birds. They would chase. Yeah, I get. I get bare, the dogs take care of my bare spots in my yard. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so how's a having? That's- How's having a mixed flock? Um, it's not too bad. We actually have two coops. Okay. So, do do they segregate uh, themselves, or when they are introduced, they, do you put them in a particular coop? We have two separate enclosures, and they both have fenced-in yards. Okay. So they're they are totally separate. They're separated. Okay. Okay. Do you keep the rooster with one of them or do you mix the rooster in with both of them the rooster is in with the um americanas and a buff okay so there there is mixed breeds in each pen yeah but if you put them all in when they're when they're babies essentially they seem to tolerate each other yes so like one doesn't stand out above the rest or you know right there's not a pecking order. Yeah. Correct. Gotcha. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I definitely like, um, I want chickens again. Okay. But I think I want to keep them like Todd does. Like in a pen and as pets and for eggs. I don't know that I want to do the dual purpose, me, eggs, birds. I think we like... We like them better for eggs. We do. We like the eggs better. We do. Yeah. And if I wanted meat chickens, I think I would just get meat chickens. And not worry about the eggs. And not worry about the eggs. Just okay. get like, because they have 15-week chickens. Like, yeah. You know, like, or whatever, 12-week chickens that they're nice and like the birds are falling over. They're so fat. They don't poop anything. They just eat and eat and eat and eat and they just get super fat and then just fall over. Like That when sounds you, horrible. It doesn't? It sounds horrible. It's the breed of chicken. Like that's I know. What they, um, Todd, are your chickens all like high egg yield chickens or do you have a few that you just like them as your pet and you don't care that they don't lay? 
they've they've all consistently laid, but there's some chickens that are like three years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their their production will slow down. Yeah. But we you know we let them live out their retirement. Well, yeah. It's it's fine if they don't lay an egg. You know. Good. Yay. What what do you do with the old birds? Let nature take its course. Okay. So we you know, had when they when they they expire they'll expire. Okay. Yeah, when we had we had a friend that um, he would after they stopped laying or like slowed down. I have friends after like one to three three years a chicken will stop laying or slow down laying eggs. Five years they'll stop like kind of stop altogether. And once they get that mark, our friend would just let them out and let nature take its course. Like ah, something will get it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to process it, but he didn't want to take care of it anymore either. Yes, correct. <laughs> you wanted. You have to take care of it. It's just <laughs> agreed. It, say the same thing about my fish. You know, my fish didn't ask to be put in that tank. Right. Those chickens didn't ask to be put in my yard. Right. It's it's our responsibility. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah, since you are bringing up Speaking the fish talk, of fish, fish. Yeah. That's my favorite. I <laughs> love when you just record your fish. <laughs> Todd does that all the time. I know. <laughs> I love it. So Todd, you're always um, doing videos of fish or setting, talking about listening. Uh, to whatever, um, and setting up fish tanks. So talk a little about, do you have like a fish tank business or what, do you just do it for fun or what's the such there? So pretty much, yeah, I have, I have three tanks in my house. I, I just recently set one up for my buddy and my goal is to grow coral okay. in my tank and provide that to people so they stop taking it out of the ocean. Okay. Awesome. That's the goal. Yeah. No, leave the ocean alone. There's plenty that we can grow in house and sell that. Agreed. Okay. So ultimately, that would be my goal. Nice. Um, we just started getting into, and I don't want to say just, but our youngest daughter really likes the fish shows. She really likes to watch the blue planets and that kind of stuff. She. She's seven, but she knows about everything in the ocean. Yes. And we've watched many documentaries yes. about all of the different creatures. Mm-hmm. And she just loves it. And that's, I feel like, do you watch a lot of fish documentaries? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you, should watch, uh, you should watch Chasing Corals. It's on Netflix. Okay. What, is if you that, really want to see what's happening? Is that the one where all the corals turning? Oh right? yeah, are they talk? Do they talk about all the bleaching in that one? Yes. Yeah, we yep. saw it, and it, she was just crying. Yeah, that's that happened to me too. Yeah, I couldn't help. It, yeah, I mean, it's so depressing. It is because people think that they're plants, but they're not. It's I mean, a, that is a living organism that that it breathes, it eats. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're killing a life. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's hard to, like, because nobody knows what's happening. That's the whole vibe that we got, where everybody's going, like, how is this doing this? Like, it's because we're destroying our world. Oh, yeah, and that's the only thing they can think of, is, uh, it's like, it's us. We're, uh, you know. I mean, they already know that oh. our ocean's, like, three to four degrees hotter than what it used to be, and that's enough. I mean, friends, we don't know what we're talking about, so don't take any advice from us, but, yes. Right. Yeah. It is, but one of the one of the big problems, believe it or not, is sun cam motion. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, sun cam motion is a, is a huge problem. It makes sense though, once you think about it. Why? Because once that gets on the ocean and on creatures, like they need sun differently than we do. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Todd? Todd, would you please elaborate? Well, essentially, what'll right? So what'll happen is that it's toxic. So that toxin gets taken into them, or it covers them. They can't breathe. They can't eat. They're not getting enough light, and then they'll die. I mean, the temperature is a huge problem. Like two degrees in a reef tank, or three degrees in a reef tank will will kill your tank. It'll wipe it. So out. you can imagine. No, really. Yeah. Huh. Three degrees in a tank. Yeah, my. My sister worked at a, a fish store for a long time, an aquarium yes. store, and um, she had saltwater tanks, and they are so finicky. Hmm. They are so finicky. So to have a healthy tank, like, I'm impressed, and that you have three, that means that you're uber vigilant and good for you. Yeah. What kind of fish yeah, do you have? Thank you. Um, right now... I have a Nassau Tang, a Powder Brown, a Black Rass, um, mostly coral. I have a couple of Mandarin fish. Oh, and I have a seahorse tank. Mm-hmm. And my downstairs tank in my office is for coral only. Okay. So I, so I can propagate coral. Yeah. And I have to dig around a big tank to get them out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other pets that you carry or you you guys have? Do you guys have a farm or just out? we don't have a we don't have a farm, but we did have goats, we did have ducks. Um, we no longer have them. So the only other pets we have we have are two dogs. Hmm. Yeah. Two dogs, chicken and fish. That sounds like an excellent yeah, podcast. Yeah, dogs, chickens and fish. I mean, that's a band name or an excellent podcast. Two dogs, chicken, and a fish. <laughs> it's a band name. Is it? Yeah, that should be a new thing. Is this a band name or a podcast uh, name? Or a podcast name. <laughs> that's a new game. Um, <laughs> Rachel, always on it. Um, so, what? Let's talk a little bit about your family, uh, and not specific about the family, um, but you're like. We have connected a couple times about your son, and I guess he um, he has a metal shop, maybe, or like he was doing some artwork. Oh, we built we built a forge for him. Yes, you built a forge for him, and that was yeah. super cool. Um, so, um, and then you 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 chat a lot about your wife and and her newfound uh, love for Dave Matthews because it wasn't always like that. Um, oh no. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, then, 
And then we have communicated a couple times over instruments, and and your son plays. I think he plays saxophone, maybe because my daughter yes, plays saxophone. He does. Yeah. So all of those things put together, like um, I am a proud dad. Like that's one of those things that I'm super happy about. Like I never thought I was gonna be a dad in in the world, and then once it happened, I was like, oh wow, this is actually kind of cool. And I get that vibe from you. I get that that proud like. You know, which you always, everybody should be happy about their family, I guess. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it definitely is. I mean, and especially to see them grow up and how they turn out. You know, that's the, because you always want your children to be better than you were. Yes, yeah. correct. Is the idea. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, my daughter has already surpassed me. Okay. She, she is a, Mortuary, mortuary transport specialist, which I could not do that job. I'm not sure. But uh, she, uh, you know, she's she's having a great time in Denver, and uh, she's going to be going to college for it. And uh, okay. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And then, how did your how did your son get into metalwork? Like, how did that? Like, I just want to start building a forge, like. What was it? Was I it a school it project? Start, no, I think it first started from Skyrim. Okay. Oh, the game? Right. The okay. game. And then he started watching YouTube videos about blacksmithing. Okay. So my step my stepdad actually took him for a course at the uh, Mystic Seaport. Okay. And um, it was an all-day course, and then... That's really what put it over the top. Okay. But he does... I've always woodworked, uh-huh. make furniture. So he's always known about, you know, how you can build things and make things. And he just kind of went more towards that. I mean, and there is a... I, I feel it's weird because there's a big push now where... Um, people are realizing that coming out of college with a degree and a $225,000 in debt doesn't necessarily make sense in the world like it used to. And there is a push for like automotive tech because nobody wants to work on cars anymore, but everybody has cars and there's nobody. I know my mechanic, he's like, I, he's like, I can't hire anybody because nobody has tech skills or HVAC tech or, you know, plumber or something like that. Like all the tech jobs, there's a, a, a middle ground where, um, kids aren't, I don't want to say kids, but like nobody sees being a plumber as a viable um, future, however. But we know quite a few of people in all of the fields you just listed that are making great money. Are killing it in the <laughs> yes. world right now, killing it, and they don't have $220,000 in debt. So, when they walk out of college. Yeah, right. so when I hear about kids doing a forge, building a forge and blacksmithing, like, yes, yes, yes that's do that thing because that is awesome, and that's something that is, I don't, I don't want to lose that art in the world. 
because that's an art, I feel like, and that, you know, plumbing, plumbing is an art, because, I mean, I know I can't, I've tried enough plumbing to know that I can't do the things that some of those guys do, and it's an artwork, you know, it's an art form. My dad was a plumber. Yeah. He had his, he had his own business. It's, uh, the, the tech fields are, are going away. People are not, you know, going to trade schools. Right. That's, you could look at They up. want to sit, you know, sit on a computer and get paid, or they do have a $220,000 school debt, and then they get a job that pays, like, you know, 30 grand. Right. Yeah. You know? There's so <laughs> many people that have that degree mm-hmm. that want that job, and they'll take it for less money. So no. this is what happens. Um, so your, your wife just kind of recently started going to Dave Matthews shows with you. Is that correct? Or, you know, chit chat a little bit about, uh, how, what that situation. Yes. So for the first 12 years, if I put Dave Matthews on, she'd leave the room or tell me to turn it off. So one night I put a record on, I had a couple drinks and I never sing or dance because I'm not that guy. Okay. But I was that guy that night. Okay. okay. You were feeling it. Yeah. So it was like a turning point where she's like, oh, okay. But, you know, then she, you know, it was like a moment that we shared. Good. You know, so she appreciated that. And then she started to look into it a little more and she likes what the band stands for and, and, and those sorts of things. And, how happy or mood changing a DMB song could do for me. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely full on board now. Yeah. But yeah, the first 12 years, they were rough. Okay. I mean, she just couldn't take it. Yeah. So, um, how, how many, like, you've been doing the DMB for a minute now? Or like, you guys go and she just wouldn't go with you? Or. I mean, you guys are full. So I've been, well, I've been a fan since 92 and I actually never went to a show until 2012. Okay. okay. That's cool. And I went by myself. Yeah. Good yeah I went you. by myself and she's been to now she's been to, she saw Dave and Tim at Farm Aid. We saw Dave and Tim at SPAC, and she went to the Mohegan Sun last year. Uh-huh. And now we're going to Hartford this year. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, Dave and Tim shows, those are neat shows because they're actually a little calmer, like a little bit. You can you get to sit in a seat. I mean, most of, most of the time there is some sanding. Um, and it's a mellower acoustic. vibe. Yeah, it's acoustic, you know. So those are always fun to go to. It's yeah, it's definitely more intimate. Yes. Intimate. It's not, it's not as rowdy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't ever talk politics on our show ever at all. And I don't ever want to start. I don't start talking, talking politics, but Todd, my, our friend Todd, he talks politics a lot with I mean and, and he usually tries to keep it off the the DMB f- feeds however I I do notice it 
and I just noticed that his political standpoint, however, however you sway, Todd, you're always so kind and patient and, and have this level of like clarity and un, and understanding and, and the ability to listen to other people too, as well. It's just nice all around. Um, is that like, how does that, cause that's not our political climate right now. That's not how people communicate when they're talking politics. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's usually very heated and, you know, hate filled or yes. you, I just, I look at it this way. Everybody has an opinion and you're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. But what we've in, in, well, ultimately, what we've lost is compromise. So, you know, I look at it this way. Like, I don't know if you remember when, when Dave put that comment out. Yes. Where, uh, I'm more of a bridge person than a wall person. Yes. I think all of us are bridge people, but we get there a different way. Okay. And that's why I try to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I... I so, go ahead. So, I mean, it's like... Think about it. When when does an argument ever fix the situation? Typically, it doesn't. No, it never does. And it's you know, and it's it's just you know, I spend a good part of my life angry, you know, and bitter and all that, and it, it's just no way to be. I'm not saying yeah. I, I don't get upset. I do, but, but I, I try to keep it you know keep it as calm as possible when I can. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. The the losing the compromise, the being able to talk to people and listen to what they have to say, and then have valid arguments, and having those people like you know, hey, I never thought of it that way, or you know, being able to be free thinkers. It's a there's again, um, I don't want to like I'm going down a bad road, you know, because I guess the the thing that I like want to spread to the world in that aspect is it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to disagree and it's okay. But when we became, when we become filled with hate, when we become a point where it's our way or no way, then you are drawing a line in the sand and people are always going to step over that line. People are always going to be like, oh, you're drawing a line in the sand, then I'm going to go test that line. So be kind, respectful, because we're all humans. And and always keep that in your, where whatever situation you're doing, right? I mean, getting a, ordering a steak at a restaurant, don't like be nice to the waitress and, and you know, in everything you do. Be nice. And I think, you know, I think if you're listening to us now, I think you're you're a nice person. I mean, you know, you follow the Dave Matthews band like we do. That's like in it. That's part of it. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. I went off on a rant with no. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's just, it's true though. I mean, everything's repairable if you can sit and conversate and compromise, you know? Yeah. Yes. No matter how much, whatever, wherever you stand, 
it, anything can be repaired. And, and plus time heals all too. So give it time. Give anything right. you're at, give it some time. It will get better. Um, so we'll, we'll finish up here with, uh, like, what's your thoughts on the uh, current state of the Dave Matthews Band? Because there's a lot of, I mean, especially after this weekend, everybody's like, yay, Dave Matthews Band again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that the whole set was controversy. Yeah, like two weeks ago, everybody was like, boo, Dave Matthews Band. And then, then they play three, like, stellar shows, and everybody's like, yay, Dave Matthews Band. So, I mean, all the shows have been stellar. I mean, fans are fickle. I mean, we're, and, and that's okay, because it's, I mean... I know. What's, what's, I know what you're saying. What's short? What's fan short for? Right, fanatic. Mm-hmm. And you become a fanatic, then you're a, you know, you're fickle. You're a fickle person. So, what's your thoughts on the current state of Dave Matthews fan chat? Well, my my thoughts on the set list. I don't I don't care. Um, like I said before, you know, I can play my own set list at home. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, we are not in charge of the set that the band is. So yes. they're going to play what they want to play. Yes. So as far as that goes, you know, I'm cool with, you know, honestly, whatever they choose to play. And they're definitely a lot more high energy these days, though, I think because of Buddy. I'll, yes. I'll say that. Yeah. He's so happy. I mean, <laughs> my wife loves that guy. She Because we watched a couple of... Uh, when they did the YouTube concerts and stuff too, I mean, he is just smiling all the time. Yeah. And I mean, that is an action packed dude right there. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a game changer. An absolute game changer. Agreed. I so, mean, I, it's a good show now. Like it's a, you know, uh, people are walking away going, wow, did you see, this is the best thing I've ever seen. You know, this is the best version of this thing. And then there's definitely a group of people that are like, no, it can't, it can't be the best thing without, you know, Oh, it can never, this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you know, go, don't go have fun. Don't have fun. Be mad about it. Don't be mad about it. Uh, you know, do all the things, be a, be a person. Because that's what people do, you know. I mean, bands evolve, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just look at Leonard Skinnerd. I mean, they they were still touring up to a few years ago, and like half the original band is gone. Yeah, but and it was a fantastic goes. tour too. <laughs> Rachel went. <laughs> Rachel went with her mom. Yeah, she went I did. with their mom, the Leonard Skinnerd. We and, had a blast. And they wore leather. It pants. was a great show. <laughs> Right, in the band, I mean, on paper, is a different band. <laughs> Same different right. yeah. But it was a great show and great music and great times. And, mm-hmm. th- I mean, the same can be said about this band. On paper, it's a different band. Yeah. But so, it's a great show, and it's great music, and yeah. it's great times. Yes. So, what is speaking of great time, what do you, what's your uh, pre-show ritual, Todd? Like, what do you, um, where do you... You know, do you guys normally tailgate? Like, what's the sitch there? Um, I typically don't tailgate, no. We, um, you know, we go a little early. We'll, you know, we'll hit, get a couple t-shirts or whatever and grab some eat, hang out. Mm-hmm. But like I said, she's the only DMB friend I have. Okay. You know? Well, oh, you have us. There's, there's nobody else. Huh? We're your friends now. Well, well, I mean, in person, like, you know, 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I, I've never, never had a friend that listened to DMB ever. I mean, in all honesty, I feel like a lot of our DMB friends are people we've met at, at shows. shows. There's in, nobody in our real life that in our circle of friends yeah. that. I mean, we've taken a few friends to a few shows because they're, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'll go. Mm -hmm. But they aren't obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't get to do that because my mom says that I am unapproachable. You probably are. I mean, I'm having a hard time talking to you right now. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. No. It's it's always easy to have pleasantries with someone and then walk away. Yeah. It's it's a lot harder to make those long-lasting friendships. Yeah. It is. Yes. It is. So. So before we go here, Todd, um anything you want to plug? At uh beeswax, right? Uh go ahead, say your Twitter handle, Twitter. Yeah, beeswax. I actually don't have anything to plug. Mm-hmm. You know, people follow me if they choose to. If they don't, that's cool. Right. Yeah. You know, I just kind of do my own thing. At, B- yeah, at B-E-E-Z-Z-W-A-X-X-99, at Beeswax99. Um, it's always funny because Rachel will always come back to me, and she's like, I posted something on uh, the Instagram. Instagram, and she's like, Beeswax commented. And she's like, I was like, yeah, that's Todd. It's our friend. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but to me, it's just like I'm letting you know who it was. And to me going, oh, Todd. <laughs> I feel like, wait, who? <laughs> so I just always do the handle. Because yeah. in my head, that's, I don't know, that's what I would want to hear. But I feel like if you came to me like, oh, Todd said this, I'd be like, Todd? Who's Todd? But, I mean, if you came and said, Beeswax said, I'm like, yeah, how's he doing? <laughs> oh, I know. I want to look for that. I was intrigued by that spice. Oh. The everything bagel spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I have put it on something every day. It's so good. It's I don't know so that I've had it. You yet. haven't. Yeah. Because I put it on fresh. I haven't cooked with it. Maybe I should cook with it. So it's really, you know, like onion and garlic, which I like, a little bit of sea salt. Um, but it has the sesame seeds and it makes things crunchy and I like crunchy food. So that's a big deal to me. Really? You like crunchy food? Yeah. How long have we been married? You know, you still don't even know what I drink. (laughs) The answer was forever. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to move on, Todd. You're welcome to hang out with us if you want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, should I, should I mute myself? No, not at all. No, David will do that if no. he feels any. <laughs> you're, okay. you're actually doing fantastic. Yeah. Feel free to jump in whenever. So, um, I had a bit of clarity this week and I, and I wanted to explain this because we had a, a couple friends kind of call us out. I don't want to say call us out, be like, um, but we had one friend call me specifically. He's like, David, everything okay? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, everything's fine. She, um, the, the, this friend was like, 
oh, but that 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 tweet you put out was so cryptic, and I'm like, not really cryptic. It just it was uh, life hit us like right in the face. Um, so uh, I had a bit of a clarity and levity. Uh, hit us directly in the face with this morning. Whatever your struggles, heavy heart, worries, concerns, just know that there are people out there just like you. We are all the same, and we're all doing it the same way. Yeah. There there are times in your life when something bad happens. Yes. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. And everybody agrees that it sucks. And instead of dwelling on that we really try to appreciate what we have what we have when we have it because yes. there's been things in our life that have happened that just really suck yes and you get through it you mm-hmm. find a way you rely on the people you need to rely on yes but it's important to cherish the positives mm-hmm. in and keep level yeah. Like, as you're going through life, make sure that level feeling, because you don't want to, when the highs get too high, the lows can get really low. You're correct. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's hard. You want to have emotion. You want to have those super highs, but just know that that means you're, you're going to have super lows at some point too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day can't be, a mega super ultra fantastic day because then you don't appreciate that it's so mega super ultra fantastic. Yes. I've been reading a lot of unicorn books. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so uh, we had, we had a friend reach out with a super personal issue and I'm not trying to go into their stuff. Um, but it was just, I like, I wanted it was to bubbling. make, yeah, it was, it was just, leveling for us it was just very the things that they're going through it hit us home it hit home for us and it was like wow you are living our nightmare our worst nightmare right now and one we want to make sure that we're sending love out to everybody that needs if you need a hug right now we want to give you the biggest hug and uh i mean genuinely i love every person on this earth Mm-hmm. genuinely and just know that there's someone out there that loves you yeah and we're all alike we're all doing this together we're all living we're all living in this world together so yeah um yeah yes <laughs> all the things <laughs> all the things <laughs> um so before we move too far off topic of chickens mm-hmm. uh we had softball practice tonight Okay, well, chickens and softball definitely connect. Yeah, so the the practice tonight was a special practice because you were really re- breaking down the fundamentals. Yes. And I was up socializing with the other parents, and David's on the field with all the kids, and he explained to them a move to make. Mm, with the softball. Yes, and then he used, he explained it to them in a normal voice, and then he used his coach voice, Mm -hmm. which was a little bit louder. And part of that was because you were standing further away from all of the kids. Okay. But what you said was, baby chickens. Yes. That's all you said, baby chickens. (laughs) And what this means is to cradle the ball against 
your chest and stomach in your glove, in your hand to cradle the ball, to hold it so that you don't drop the ball. Yes. But how you explain it to the kids is if you were holding a baby chicken. To eight-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, they can hold baby chickens. Yeah. They would hold it in both of their hands close to their chest so that it doesn't fall out. Yes. So that's how you name that move, baby chickens. And that means pull your hands to your chest with the ball in the glove yeah. and hold, hold it tight. The, hold the ball like a baby chicken. Yeah. And all you yelled was, baby chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I love that man so much. <laughs> because any person walking past the field is going to go, what is wrong with that guy? <laughs> but you know what? Every one of those kids can make that move now. Yeah. They, they Yes. They bring it all up into their, you know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, you're when you're relating to eight year olds. I know, and I love, to, <laughs> I love it. I love it, baby to. chickens. <laughs> so yay. So, uh, um, what's the best way? Well, we had a friend. We had friends come over this week. So, uh, anyways, go back to last week's episode, friends, and you'll know who was here. Um, but this friend brought us took me to a new con- uh, concert yeah. to a show that I've never seen before. What's the best way to listen to new music? Because all week now since I've been past the show, I've been listening to this band and I think I did it in the right way. I think I went to a concert, found out that I liked the band and then started researching their music and be like, "Oh, all this stuff is, you know, Um, I mean, for us, that is the right way because we appreciate live music more than a recorded album, a a studio album. We definitely like the live recorded albums, Mm -hmm. the concert albums versus the pre-practiced, ultra-mixed music. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, for us, you definitely did it right. And that has happened with me as well that you know you hear this music live and you go this is fantastic and then you get the record and you're going yeah it's all right <laughs> <laughs> well you get the record first and you don't ever go to the show you're like ah listen to the record it's not a... so what say you todd i know you're a big vinyl guy i am a big vinyl guy mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny if you if you if you buy an album or listen to a song and it sounds great, and then you go to the concert and find out that it's only great because it was mixed, you know, to all get out. Mm-hmm. And they're actually terrible. That's depressing. I mean, that's that happens often. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a common issue. So, I would always rather if I can listen to it for free somewhere, I would do that. I, and then decide if that would make me want to go to a show. Okay. And potentially suffer some disappointment, but, you know. I mean, I... Usually how... Yeah, I, I, I guess I like... Like, I'll, I will throw 20 bucks down. It, it's, that's what this concert costs. It costs 20 bucks to go to the show. I mean, show. that concert. Yeah, this particular concert. You can get some tickets for 10, 15 bucks to go see, that, like, 
guys that are just trying to make it big that have like a, a small cult following now. And this, I, th- I feel like this band, this particular band that I went to see was, was that a small cult following that went along with it. Um, so yeah, the, the, the cost standpoint is, you know, we throw a 20 down. Minimal. Yeah. If you throw a 20 down, if the show sucked, now you don't have to buy anything else. You don't have to go out of your way to discover anything. But if the show is awesome, then, yeah, I want to go research more. I want to go find out more music. I want to go listen to songs. I want to go find out more. So I guess everybody has their own their own way to discover new music. Yeah. I. Go ahead, Doug. Well, if you live in an area where there's not really a venue... For those things to happen, mm-hmm. you know, typically where I live, there's not, not like a small venue for a twenty bucks. Mm. You know, you're driving forty minutes, fifty minutes, maybe. You know, and you're putting some money out there. Yeah, well, everything's expensive in Connecticut. <laughs> do you know where? Do you know where you're gonna move to? New Hampshire. Oh, well, it, it, possibly New Hampshire or Maine. Okay. There's a. We really got to sit and decide, but it's it's going to be a, a group decision. You know, we'll we'll visit the areas first and and check it out. Okay. Nice. I've always wanted to go on a. I don't. Know, what is that? A northeastern. Northeastern trip. Like Maine always sounds like a cool place to go, but it's like a big. Maine's a huge state. Yeah. And it feels like it's cold there all the time. Uh, I yeah. don't. I mean, I don't feel like that. It's windy. Do you know that? No. Okay. <laughs> um, we we have a friend and neighbor who goes there frequently. Okay. So I feel like what I've been told is that, you know, yeah, for us, we would like to go in the summertime, not the wintertime. Mm. But I don't think that... I mean, I want to go to Maine... But I think it's for different reasons than you. <laughs> Maine's great in the summertime. Okay. It's absolutely fantastic. I've heard that. The ocean's still cold. The ocean is still cold, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the but the weather's great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. Yes. I, I want to go and try and see, but I, yeah, I don't know that we could live there. We couldn't live there. We like, we're not allowed to live in the north. We have to live in the south. Oh, well, we do. Yes, because I like warm weather. Yes. 100% of the time. <laughs> All right, where were we at? <laughs> I mean, we're wherever we want to be. Okay. So, uh, should I feel bad? Yes. I love when you answer my questions like that. Um, so I had a friend come over this week, and it was a very like scheduled event. It was an event scheduled months in advance. So you know, contact me like in February and said like, "Hey, I'm coming out in May, and we're gonna go do this thing." All right, cool. Yeah, come on, come on over. Like, let's hang out on, on, and all of that. And I had another friend that put out the day before 
a, a thing. He had a community a, event. He had a community event where he was fighting with a community the township township leader or whatever. And it was a very local thing that really I wouldn't mind um, backing my friend on. So I was ups, well, not upset with myself, but I was definitely like I had double booked friendship. I had a friendship that meant something to me from far away, like ask me to book something months ahead of time. And then I had a local thing pop up where I wanted to go be there for my friend. And obviously I couldn't. Obviously I'd, I'd already scheduled something with this other friend. But it really bothered me. And I don't know that it should. That I, I wasn't there for my local friend the way that I, sh- like, I felt like I should have been there, you know. This is probably really hard for people who don't know what is happening right now. <laughs> I happen to know what everything was that was happening, so I followed that. So, friends, I'm really sorry if you're just really confused right now. I don't think so. The important thing is you were disappointed in the fact that you couldn't support someone that you cared about as much as you wished you could have. Yes. And... When it came down to it, I think that the decision you made to spend the time with the friend that was visiting from out of town is the correct decision. Oh, yeah. It had to be. I, mean, I was already booked. So it was already booked. No, months. I, I mean, you said yourself you were only, you'd only be out 20 bucks. No. You know, but considering the the energy and the effort that was put into things I feel like you made the right decision and it's not that you're negating one friendship over another it was priorities yeah priorities at the time was this spending time with this friend yeah but it it was like I had I was double booked I was double booked and I'm sorry, like, somebody, when you're double booked, somebody gets let down. No. There's no way around it. Agreed. And you, like, I apologize. Should I, should I have apologized? Should I have apologized to my other friend? I mean, always. If you really care, you should let them know how you feel. Okay. So, yes, it's good that you apologized to your friend. I'm, I wouldn't dwell on it. Okay. I'm not, I don't know that I'm dwelling on it. I just You have been talking about it every day since. Oh, <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no, you've only talked about it a couple times. You're good. You're all right. So, anything before I got one one last social media moment? I mean, I don't have anything pressing. Mhm. It, we went to an arcade. This was just something I like. I noticed we went to an arcade mm-hmm. with our family. Okay. And I was looking around, and it felt a lot like a casino. Okay. Only a child's version of a casino. Okay, there was a lot of lights flashing and. Things well, I and mean, it was it. just all of the you know you. 
put your quarter in and play this game for entertainment mm-hmm. and you could win tickets to win a prize depending on how good you do on the game. Okay. Which is what happens Which, at a casino. That's exactly a casino. What you described there was a casino. I know. <laughs> so I, I can't figure out if an arcade is a children's version of a casino or if a casino is an adult version of, of an, an arcade. arcade. Oh, my goodness. Did that's, I just blow your mind? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I mean, I've been thinking about it since we went to the arcade that... Which is which? I mean, no. Gambling is number one. Like, gambling was first. So, the arcade is just a children's version yeah. of a casino. Yes, correct. You had it right the first time. Because, uh, yeah, get, people have been gambling for forever. And it's funny because I look at a casino as an adult arcade. Like, if we're going to go to a casino, I need to be okay with the fact that we're walking away with no money in our pockets. This is entertainment. Yes. it's We're just going for the entertainment. You're going to play uh, video games. Yeah. 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 It's but not... I think you look at it as a casino, and that's why you enjoy it and I don't. Okay. I'm just going to an arcade. I mean, yeah, I like to win money. You don't always win money. I don't always win money, but I like to do it. I mean, doesn't everybody? I mean, ask our friend. Oh, Todd, do you like to win money? (laughs) Of course I like to win money, and unfortunately, I live very close to a place where I can do that. Oh, yeah. Is that unfortunate, though? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, a... And previous to being married, uh, it did occupy quite a bit of my time... 32 hours straight run on a poker table. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. I don't know that I could ever do that. There's never a time. I mean, you probably sat at a table for like six hours. A blackjack table, yeah. 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 I could do that. Could you do 32 hours at a blackjack table? No, I don't know that I could. I don't think you could. You you get up, you take a break. Yeah. I mean... No, he loses yeah. interest. Yeah, then I, like, yeah, after a while, I'm done, you know. When's the last time you went to a casino, Todd? Do you mind answering that question? Uh, I, um, every once in a while, I get a free play. Okay. okay. Where they actually put money on your comp card, try to get you in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll do that, but now I'll do it on, a, like, a video poker. I won't okay. sit at a, I haven't sat at a table in probably... 18 years, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No more table games. Um, I think part of it for us is the interaction. Yes. We're people, people. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely see, like, my brother-in-law does the, the video tables. Mm. And he has such a blast. And I... I can see the luster in that. Oh, can I? Yeah. What brother-in-law? I mean... My brother? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what brother-in-law you're talking about now. (laughs) I mean, do I have any other brother-in-laws? Yeah, you do. Your sister's... Fiance? He's not my brother-in-law yet. (laughs) It's a social media moment for the week. Um, 
friend. We have a friend that listens to the show. We're so grateful. Uh, when anybody listens, we're so grateful. What's wrong? Nothing. Um. <laughs> I leaned back in my chair because I can. <laughs> the captain's chair. Um, so uh, our friend shared a story with us, and he, and he wrote it out so beautifully. So I wanted, because I feel like we can relate to the story. Like we, it's a DMB story, and I wanted to share it. So okay, it's happened. It happened last night at um, the show in Dallas, um, which was a crazy show, and everybody was like, ah! "Yeah, and it's a crazy show." So I'm gonna read his his uh, Twitter posting here. So. Um, so let me tell you uh, the story of last night. We're driving to Dallas to see DMB. Oh, sorry. It's at Chris Box 180. C H R I S S B O X 180. Super nice guy. Stellar beard. Like, I, I probably wouldn't like him. May, like, maybe one day when I grow up, I, no. want, a, I want a beard like that. No. Stellar beard. No. <laughs> so let me tell you the the story of last night. We're driving to Dallas to see DMB, and there's a terrible storm. We had to seek shelter under an overpass. The hail was large, and we couldn't see the road. The storm finally breaks, and we make a dash for the venue in Dallas. We're there, and we're having a great tailgating. Sun is out. Is perfect temperature. Spirits are high. So love the tailgating. Um, I buy tickets for four, for the four of us. We, and the seats around us, around me, just so happens to be for sale. So my other DMB friends, I'm meeting up with, get those, and so I'm in the area surrounded by people I know, which I don't know that we've done that ever had like more than two or four people. In our area, but we—I always feel like we make friends with people around yeah. us because of that. Well, yeah. because I always get super drunk, anyways, and dance, and I always apologize to everybody. We're like, "Hey, I'm gonna get super drunk and dance." So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we've so, done this a couple times. <laughs> we've done this. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I get super drunk and dance. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm having fun. So, <laughs> um. Seats are located just on the border between where the roof and the venue ends, and the outdoor part with the lawn begins. Behind me begins. No big deal, though, because there's no more rain in the forecast. Concert starts, and it's going great. The eighth song, Too Much, ends, and everyone's standing around waiting for the band to do an instrument change when I feel a couple raindrops on my shoulder. So I turn to my sister and remark, Oh, it's sprinkling. At that exact moment, the fucking Poseidon himself takes the biggest piss on Dallas. I legitimately had the thought, well, at least I'm going to die at a Dave Matthews band concert. <laughs> <laughs> so, so could be, it could be worse, but before, but everyone is soaked. Everyone. I mean, yeah, I we've been there, right? We've yep. been, yeah, yep, we, been we've there. Been, we've been there. The band pauses, talk among themselves, and they switch up the set lids. They play JTR, which is one of the the rain song played by them. Yeah, the crowd 
goes ballistic. Yeah, because you're living it. You're living it. You're living it. You're living that moment. That moment right there, you're like, oh, shit. I have lived that moment. I feel like we have. I know we have. I know we have. Like, we've had a deer creek. Like There was a deer creek in there. Nope. Maybe a Cincinnati. I don't know. Anyways, the song ends and the rain stops. Just as soon as the song ends, I look up and there's not a cloud in the sky. The rest of the show was amazing and it didn't rain again after that. But just, wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was a, I don't want to say serendipitous moment, but that's one of those moments where you're like, yes. the You know, you. it's almost like there's, I don't know. We've all felt that spiritual connection, that spiritual DMB connection, right? And that's like that was there for them. Mm-hmm. That was there at that moment. And yeah, it's rain down on me and pouring down rain. And you have to feel it. You have to feel that thing. You can't not do it. Agreed. <laughs> that's it. That's all I get. Agreed. I'm living the moment <laughs> in your head because yeah. we were there. We've been there. No, I know, and it was it was when Leroy was still around. Yes, like, there. I remember it distinctly, and it we were at a spot under the pavilion where we were still being misted from all the rain, mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually pouring onto us. Yes, and it. But everybody was just, you're in it. Like, there's a connection with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Todd, have you had a uh, moment, a DMB moment like that, concert moment where you just looked up and like, wow, this is, uh, I don't want to say convenient, but like, oh, this is happening right now. It was, um, it was a Dave and Tim show, and bartender hits me now since one of my essentially my best friend died mm-hmm. he he wasn't a DMB fan but he loved that song and uh, so when my wife and I went it was her first show and that bartender came out I couldn't keep it together but Aww. I looked over at her and neither uh. came out it out yeah it was great it was a moment so that, yeah that, it was that, a moment yeah 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 and then she had a moment at Farmington Good. Okay. Just because she's excited to see them now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? Do yeah. you want to share? No, it was it was just, you know, one of those, because we had went to SPAC and saw them, mm. and we weren't planning on Farm Aid, but somebody hooked her up with tickets, and it was, as soon as they came out, she just, she, you know, she just... Had her tearing mind. up just because yeah, she was so happy yeah. to, to be there. You know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I have a song. Okay. So Todd, you in for a song? Do you listen, right? You I'll, listen? I will, I'll try. Oh, yeah, I know what the deal is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Friends, if you're listening for the first time, we play a game. We play a song game, and it's 
really, I don't know how to describe it more than <laughs> it's so a, weird. <laughs> it's a weird song, and we like to read lyrics to each other, uh, verses of it. songs, uh, to see if we can get it. But it's all songs that you know, and uh, songs that you sing. As soon as the radio comes on, you sing. So we want to take the radio part out of it, and we want to. <laughs> so I think you'll get this one. This is a super easy song. Okay. All right. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see him and listened for a while. And there he was, this young boy, a stranger to my eyes. You got to keep going. It goes into the verse after that. I'll do the second verse. I don't know that. I mean, as soon as I say the verse. Okay, then go to the second verse. Get the chorus, yes. Todd, anything? Not yet, no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, He felt all flushed with fever, embarrassed by the crowd. I felt he found my letters and read each one out loud. I mean, it almost feels like Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy, but I don't think it is. No. I prayed that he would finish, but he just kept right on. I don't know it. It's a really easy one. You're you're going to be so mad. Nothing that, like, I got to read the first verse again. One more time. Okay. I heard. Is it Lauren Hill? What's that? Lauren Hill. Yeah. Hill? Yes, that's one. Yeah, you're close. You're close. Tony's you're all. Up. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it was I actually. Never yeah, that, actually, it's uh, it was by the Fugees. Well, it's yeah. not Warren Hill. It's song, actually a but... a remake. Yeah. Do you know who remade it, Todd? Or who? Who originally? Was it Diana Ross? I don't know. I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Why are you asking? <laughs> I don't know. I was more like inquiring. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> Killing me softly with this song. Yeah. It just sounds, yeah. That's the only but part it, I ever knew. Really? Yeah. But I'm telling you, you put that song on right now, you're going to be singing the whole thing yeah. with okay. Lorno. And good for you, Todd, for getting it. You nailed it. Good for you. <laughs> you win. <laughs> So thank you, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're so grateful. Um, thank you. We just cannot say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, special thanks to Todd for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks, bud. Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. Good time. <laughs> yeah. Always up for a good conversation. And friends, please... And, and friends, please reach out where, wherever you find yourself right now. If there's something you want to talk to us and you want to pop in, please, uh, like, we we have spots open. <laughs> like, come in and guest host. We, we need more guest host. <laughs> I think we work better with three. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I'll leave that one there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I need two oh, my, my new... Life. My wife just texted me. Okay. It's Roberta Flack. It's what? That sings the original version of that song. Oh, was it? Who was it again? Roberta Flack. Okay, I don't know who that is. Okay. Okay. 
anyhow, which, yeah. <laughs> Good for her for knowing. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we're going to, all the people are going to check that and make sure we're right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to check. As nobody's going to check. <laughs> we, um, thank you to Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. Um, please, friends, if you're listening to us right now for the first time, thank you so much. <laughs> We're so grateful. Um, please find us on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you download podcasts. It definitely means a great review. Subscribe. It means the world to us. Definitely hit that subscribe button. And rating and reviewing always helps out immensely and if you are listening for the first time try three of them there's three episodes in there somewhere there's some kind of funny title um which i need to do better at writing titles you can always ask i can always ask okay um um, yeah try three of them find it find a couple three titles and and listen to us and i think we can get it right for you after three we just really want you to listen to more episodes. <laughs> Anything else, Rachel? No, I think no. you covered it all. Okay. I just want to say thank you to Todd. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Todd. Thanks again. Oh, thank, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. We love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoyed. Our podcast, too. But don't believe anything we say. We're all bullshit today. Because we'll do it. And we do you. We love you. Good night. Good night.